0: Psalmist said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. There is power in testimony. You'll be encouraged today. Hey friends, Michael Brown, coming your way from Rome, Italy. Yeah. 1987, our first time ministering in Italy. We had a a day of sightseeing in Rome built into things, built into the schedule. That was 23 trips ago. And today with our uh, oldest granddaughter and her cousin, we've got some sightseeing time in Rome. Yeah, we've just come here to minister, but this time we added in a sightseeing day with the kids. And thank you, those who prayed. Uh, We had an incredible time in Catania, ministering in Sicily. Uh, Some really neat things, two key leaders in the city who used to work closely together but had stopped working together and just some obstacles got in their way. For the first time in 14 years, there they were on stage together, holding hands, hands raised before the Lord, uh, ministering together, generations being joined together. Boy, there's power in unity. And then a key denomination in Italy, I've ministered here all these times, but they've just had a certain mentality to only have those within the denomination minister. So after 29 years ministering in Italy, I got to preach in one of their churches, a wonderful church, on Sunday morning. So it warms my heart to see the unity. And then to hear the testimonies of lives changed. uh, The young man who's going to be taking us around the city of Rome today, when he was a boy between six and seven years old, Needed surgery for an acute heart condition. One of the valves was not functioning properly. If he like ran around or anything, he'd, just, he'd, he'd get faint. He was in bad shape. And his mother and father wanted me to pray for him while I was there. And I don't particularly have a healing ministry in any way, shape, size, or form. I prayed for the sick and seen some miracles over the years. But I'm not known for the gift of healing or something like that. But I know God. I know that he's a healer. And we prayed for him. And even though three specialists had examined him, uh, the mother said, I want him to be examined once more. They said, uh, you know, lady, three specialists have looked at him. We know the problem. Examine him once more. The heart condition was gone. He's been completely healed. He's in his 30s now, married with two children. So what what a a delight uh, to hear that. And uh, just want you to know in these meetings, something really interesting happened. On Friday night, I spoke three times a day. I've also written some new articles. If you haven't read my latest articles, I wrote one article about this Christian rock star who's now come out as gay and become a celebrity because of it. I'd say he's a 100 times better known now than he was before he made his announcement. I wrote a compassionate but clear uh, letter to him that's gotten a lot of attention online. And then an article, Boys Will Be Girls Will Be Boys, you'll read it and your eyes will about pop open. And uh, those were uh, posted on our website, askdrbrown.org. But uh, back to these meetings, on Friday night, I've been preaching on surrender, you know, always calling people to lay their lives down for the Lord, and I've been asked to talk about can you be gay and Christian and, and hyper grace, so I was doing some intensive teaching as well, but Friday night I felt to minister on the joy of the Lord is our strength, and, and something's wrong when there's an absence of joy. There are seasons of grief because of loss and things like that, but otherwise, we're to rejoice in the Lord. Jesus gives us his joy, and it's not as the world gives and, and I felt to preach on it. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And then we ended up with some real celebration, brought all the young people up and celebrating, dancing, rejoicing before the Lord, as the scriptures call us to do in the Psalms. So, and as the New Testament calls us to do in terms of general joy. Well, guess what I found out? I haven't heard the, any details, but John Piper is in Italy doing a big conference. And what did he minister on the next morning? The joy of the Lord. So well, that was just a sweet thing. Hey, listen, if you're listening to me on WMCA, or W-A-V-A, W-A- or W-E-Z, if you're listening in New York at D.C. or Boston. We need to hear from you. It's important that you say to me, Mike, we want you on the air. We want you on these stations. They're great stations, uh, but they've got great staffs and teams. We need to pay for them to do what they're doing and for us to be able to be on the air. Give us a call. We've only got two more days left of this Sheraton. 1-800-278-9978 one 800 278 9978
1: or go to Ask Dr. Brown, It's the line of fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get into the line of fire now by calling eight six six three four 34 Truth. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown.
2: I want to tell Dr. Brown that my husband and I recently sold our Starbucks stock because of the stand Starbucks has taken in support of same-sex marriage. It's our privilege to share with the ministry from the proceeds of that sale. We trust that our donation will be used in support of marriage as God ordained it. Thank you for your efforts.
0: What a blessing to hear those words. Uh, Nothing that you'd ask for, but what a great show of support. Uh, Thank you, thank you for your kindness. This is Michael Brown. This is our special share week. I hope you appreciate it. My update from Italy. Uh, Please be in prayer as we continue to minister in Catania and uh, then have some time in Rome before going home. But thanks for standing with us. Thanks for believing God with us. And thanks for your participation. All this week, we're giving you an opportunity to share with us as we share with you. So if you've been blessed by this broadcast, if the line of fire has been a personal blessing to you, if our articles have been a blessing to you, if our videos, our TV show, our other materials and resources have been a blessing to you, we could really use your help. And as you stand together with us, it makes such a great difference. So thank you. Thank you. Again, if you haven't heard, I've got a special gift of appreciation for all of you standing with us these days in the special share It's a mini book, not for sale otherwise. Seven Secrets of the Real Messiah, distilling decades of study, putting it together in one small mini book that is a real eye-opener that I know that you'll be richly blessed by. So call to stand with us, 1-800-278-9978, 1-800-278-9978, or go online, askdrbrown.org. Thank you for your gift and thank you, those that feel led to, to give in a sacrificial way. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts, as all of this that comes in goes directly out to touch more and more lives. Uh, this this is a great, uh, a great email that we got. I, I want you to hear what this brother had
3: to say. Dr. Brown, something I greatly admire about you is that you are always interacting personally with God's sheep. It's no wonder you are bearing authentic fruit for the kingdom of God and impacting lives. I've seen other ministers in the body become pompous and they think it's beneath them to have personal dialogue with the Lord's sheep. They are caught up with their title and become so proud of themselves for being in the clergy that they carry on fruitless and with no genuine impact on lives because of the pompous religious disposition of their hearts. It seems to be an epidemic. I pray for you that you will always maintain this humility and meekness in your life as God continues to exalt you in our land for Jesus Christ and his kingdom. Thanks for the example you set for all of us. May mighty blessings come to you.
0: I don't know how that hits you, but but those words are so encouraging to me to hear. You know, friends, here on the Line of Fire, we're not just dealing with abstract issues. We're not just dealing with theological questions. Over and over, we hear from people in the midst of real-life struggles, literally life-and-death situations— And to know that we've been able to minister to people in the midst of literally life and death situations, friends, that is absolutely priceless. Listen to what this dear sister had to say.
2: Thank you so much for the article on charismanews.com. I came home from visiting my husband's grave today. I was praying there and crying out to the Lord to show me what my next step towards healing was to be. I logged on to my computer and God answered my prayer through your post. My husband died three months ago of brain cancer, and as his illness progressed, he became angry at me, and at the Lord as well. He kept me out of his room, and I was unable to be with him or even say goodbye. I have been in a place of deep, deep darkness, but I am just starting to come out of that dreadful place. Today, I cried out to the Lord to show me what I was to do, and he answered me. Just feed my spirit with the living word day and night and continue in worship and communion. So simple, yet so powerful and yoke breaking. Healthy and strong sounds so healing to me. Yeah,
0: when, when people go through trauma, when people lose loved ones, when you can have a message of life, a message of hope, a message of truth that carries them through. All of you who've counseled, all of you in, in pastoral ministry, all of you who've, who've helped a loved one through it, uh, you know that these things that, that can be the rock that that person stands on that gets them through. Thank God we've we've had that role on the line of fire for so many listeners. And, and thank you for allowing us to play that role in your life. You know, when when I put out a new book, my thought is not about sales and income, my thought is about impact. I want the book to sell a lot of copies so it can touch a lot of people. I write it to touch people. But in point of fact, the great reason I write is not sales and income, it's impact. So when I wrote the book, Revolution, the Call of the Holy War, years back, the day it came out, we gave away more than 70,000 copies at the largest gathering of prayer and fasting of, of young people in America in our history, About 300,000 gathered together in Washington, D.C., September 2nd of of 2000. Um, Listen to someone impacted by the Revolution book and by this radio broadcast.
3: Thank you, Dr. Brown. I read Revolution, the call to holy war, as I fasted for this current mission I'm on, and it got me fired up. I have currently rode a three-wheeled Schwinn bike across five states over 400 miles so far, stopping to tell anyone about the good news of Jesus. I couldn't do it without you, as you have taught me much in the last three years. I can't wait till I get situated again and am able to catch up on your shows.
0: Well, amen. Thank you. Thank you for that testimony also. Uh, You know, when when God's had me get into these difficult issues, things that I have no personal background in, issues dealing with homosexuality and transgender issues, these kinds of questions, LGBT issues, uh, yeah, you know that we're standing against the cultural activism, but we're reaching out to people. And, and wherever I go, people want to know about these issues because they're, it's, it's happening in their church, in their family, in their school, in their place of business. How do we respond? How do we respond in a Christlike way? Uh, there are two letters that, that we received, uh, two different women who wrote in, one impacted by a queer thing happened to America. Another impacted by uh, Q&A that I did for videos for Pure Passion Ministries. And um, I'm going to play these back to back. But listen to these words of testimony and encouragement from two different women who wrote into our ministry to share a word of appreciation.
2: Hello, Dr. Brown. Today, some Christian parents came to see me after class, wanting some suggestions as to what to do about our Canadian government's gender diversity indoctrination of our students. So I guess I'm going to have to become much more knowledgeable about this subject, which I never had any desire to learn about. I did some research, and to my surprise, I found your book, A Queer Thing Happened to America, in our local library. Thanks for the website listed on page 600, which provides helpful resources and ideas. I've already emailed that to the concerned parents, who were completely unaware of what was going on in the schools, until I contacted them after our last professional development day. I also listened to your podcast about how to keep faith and confidence in the midst of moral and spiritual decay. Thank you, it was very encouraging. Dear Dr. Brown, I've watched your Q&A on the issue of homosexuality through Pure Passion Ministry. It was one of the videos that has helped me greatly through my healing process after cutting myself off from what hopefully will be my last destructive relationship. I would just like to express my personal thanks to you here Thank you for being such an inspiring Christian and thank you for helping me in my healing process and for being one of those people who has lovingly pointed me to the Savior. I've been reading and studying the Word of God more than I ever thought I would. Thank you also for teaching me that it is possible to speak the truth in love. I've struggled a lot with lying in past destructive relationships because I only knew how to love people by telling them what they wanted to hear. Now I know that love without truth isn't love at all. Keep going in the Lord's service.
0: You know, I, I wish I could bring each of these people onto the broadcast and have extended interviews with them. Sometimes as, as I meet the folks who write to us face-to-face and hear their stories, I, I listen hard. I said, all "Right, tell me the rest of the story, and I try to remember all of it, and sometimes I'll jot down notes, and sometimes I'll say, hey, just... If, if there's an update, just write, send it to us because the good news is so many people are touched, so many lives are changed that I can't remember all the testimonies that come in. And even when we get them sent to us and, and we share some of them on the air or share some of them with our, our torchbearers, our monthly supporters, even then I'll, I'll look back at some from a year or two or three or five ago and I'm, re- I'm reminded afresh of the good fruit of the gospel. And yeah, we, we see the negative effects of of various activist movements on our society today and many who don't share our values. We see the negative effects, but remember these are all people for whom Jesus died. And many of them are being touched and many of them are being changed and many of them are being helped. I can't tell you how many times I've been on the road and a a, a former lesbian will come up to me or former gay man with a big smile and let's say, thank you, Dr. Brown, keep doing what you're doing. We need you on the front lines. And I look back with a big smile because it's my joy and my privilege and my honor to serve alongside these men and women. Together, friends, we're really making a difference. We've got more words of encouragement coming your way.
1: of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown, your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown.
2: Hi, Dr. B. I'm happy to say that since I got some health coverage, I now have a little money and I can donate to you in a monthly manner as a torchbearer. It has made me so happy to be able to support you since I believe that you are the best teacher, apologist, and Christian witness we have. I wish I could give you more. But I will also have to give to my local church, so I divided my gift in half. May God bless you and protect you and protect America. Shalom.
0: Yeah. Well, you couldn't hear me smiling as I was listening, but uh, what a blessing to hear those words. And and look, I'm one player on a big team. There's so many fine leaders and ministers out there. I'm one player on a big team. and, And yes... It's always important if, if God bless you with extra funds and you want to give a special gift to your, to your church and to other ministries, that, that's awesome. But I'm just so touched. I'm so touched that people realize the power of their giving, that, that people realize the difference that it makes. And, you know, I've heard it in years past folks on TV or radio say, if you don't give, if you don't help us, we have to go off the air. Well, that's actually true. I mean, we're supported with your gifts. We're supported with your help. And if you didn't give, we would have to go off the air. And we have had a cutback on stations in the past when we didn't have adequate support. But, but I'll tell you my attitude. My attitude is because God's called us to do this. As you give, we'll not only be able to continue what we're doing, but expand to reach and touch many, many more lives. Yes, this is Michael Brown. I hope you've appreciated the updates from Italy my 23rd time in the nation of Italy. God saved me in an Italian Pentecostal church in 71. And I've looked at this as kind of my repayment of a spiritual debt, uh, going back joyfully to Italy now, uh, 23 times. The ministry is so rich there. We're so warmly received there. Our materials are so widely distributed in Italian that uh, it's just, it's, it's so gratifying and it's so encouraging to see the fruit But then on a regular basis, we hear from so many of you who've been touched, uh, who've been helped by the ministry. Can I play some more words of encouragement for you? Those of you who pray for us, those of you who support us financially, your prayers, your gifts are making a difference in many lives. Uh, Here are two women who've been touched in different ways by this ministry. Listen to what they have to say.
2: Thank you, Brother Brown. You are so beautiful, like a ship in the ocean to a drowning person. A light off in the distance point to the truth of Jesus' words. In the darkest of nights, in a time where darkness is ever present, even in the day. Thank you for being true to the light of the gospel of Christ.
3: Dr. Brown, I listened to the CD, Acharit. So very powerful. Words cannot describe the impact. I wish more people could listen to it. Believers and non-believers, blessings on your ministry.
0: You know, that's probably the most powerful single message that I've ever preached in my life. Akharit, the final consequences of sin and righteousness. You say, well, you must make a killing on that. You must sell. No, no, no. We, We have it on our website for free. Have on the website for free so the maximum number of people can listen to it and be impacted by it, because that's what we live for. That's what we breathe for, to make an impact on other lives. You know, some years ago, I, I took the Strengths Finder test, a Gallup leadership test that goes along with their Strengths Finder book. And it was really enlightening for me to, to see some of the, the ways that God built me and what He called me to do. And my number one value that, that came out after this test, this very unique test, uh, in, in other words, it's, you don't quite know where it's going when you take it online, when, why the questions are phrased certain ways, but they, they really lead to certain conclusions about who you are. And my number one value was achiever, achiever, that every day you wake up with a, a clean slate, doesn't matter what you did the day before, if you just climbed Mount Everest the day before, you wake up with a clean slate the next day. Holiday, weekend, all the same. And there's something in me where every single day, I, I, and this is in a holy way, this is a, in a blessed way, this is in a way that's life-giving to me, brings me great joy. Every day, I want to produce something that's going to be of lasting content. I finish radio, and I want to go home and write. I finish preaching, and I want to go back to my hotel room and write. But why? Because I want to produce something that's going to make an impact on your life And as we hear the testimonies of those touched, as as we hear, say, when I go out and preach, the impact of the message, there's gratification and joy. Uh, Let's listen to what this man had to say after I preached at his home church.
3: Michael L. Brown preached like a house of fire this weekend at our church. He was like the prophet Elijah calling for people to repent, to pick up the cross and follow Jesus, whether by life or by death and he shared how some of his students have been martyred in India for the cause of Christ. He talked about the cost of commitment, which is rarely heard in America today. He talked about the cost of commitment, which is rarely heard in America today. The presence of God was in our midst, and it was a life-changing event.
0: Yeah, uh, friends, that's what happens as we travel out, as we speak, uh, as we, we make an impact and then folks around the world, they, they get to listen to the broadcast. They get to watch YouTube videos. And friends, this is, any good fruit that comes out of this is all to the glory of the Lord. God saved me as a heroin shooting LSD using hippie rebel. And I've experienced more grace since I've been saved than even the grace that saved me. So any good thing that comes out of this ministry, it is all to the glory of the Lord. But folks get touched all around the world. Listen to what this dear sister had to say all the way over from New Zealand.
2: Dear Dr. Brown, I've been listening to your podcast and your YouTube debates for over a month now, and you have been such a blessing for me in my faith walk, particularly with the same-sex marriage debate. I am from New Zealand, and this has been an issue which has polarized the whole nation. My country was considered a Christian nation 50 years ago. Our national anthem is called God Defend New Zealand, but our nation has endured a slippery slide since then. Please pray for us and for those who have worked tirelessly for marriage to remain what it has always been. Thank you, Dr. Brown, for your attention and again for your calling to encourage other believers to make a stand, not against other neighbors, but to reach out to them with love. God's blessings.
0: Now, we we received that via email, Uh, so I, I don't have a good New Zealand Uh, type of of accent on that email, but that that is from New Zealand. And, you know, what blesses us so much is folks receive courage because we're taking a stand. If the ministry we're doing is helping you, I'm not asking for a dime in my pocket. I'm not asking you for a dime in, in the pockets of my staff and team. I'm not asking you to help us put money in the bank. Quite the contrary, we have needs to be met. If we've been a blessing to you, would you stand with us and would you help us with a one-time gift. Uh, obviously, we value our monthly support. That's the nucleus. That's the, the financial backbone of this ministry. But right now, we need an injection of funds that will help us meet immediate needs and help us take the next step to fulfilling what the Lord has laid on us to do. To, to uh, give by phone, call right now, 1-800-278-9978, one 278 We are listener-sponsored. Don't confuse us with others who are on the radio Like a Rush Limbaugh that gets a big salary To be on the air We are listener sponsored That's how we do what we do 1-800-278-9978 Or go online AskDrBrown askdr org, And we'll send you a special thank you gift Seven secrets of the real Messiah For your gift of any size
1: It's The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown.
0: Welcome, welcome to The Line of Fire broadcast. Michael Brown, I've been coming away from Italy, and we have a very special share broadcast as we continue with the special series, sharing these incredible phone calls, these testimonies uh, over the months, over the years from the line of fire that will bless you, that will encourage you, and that will let you know this is why we're on the air. This is why we do what we do. This next call will help you understand why. I am on the air as your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. This woman found me online searching about transgender issues. Listen to what she has Hi. to say.
4: Um, so, I actually, you know, I'm accidentally kind of just calling you right now. I was, um, I'm going through this legal issue um, with my baby's dad, who was a born a biological man. And um, I was with him, and he was a man, and we were with each other for almost two years, and we were not married because he had had a failed marriage before and told me he didn't believe in it, but he, you know, it had, he was kind of a faith, he, he was kind of Jewish, and, and I'm Christian, and we both believed in commitment, he said, and you know, he said he'd never leave me if I didn't commit adultery, and we had our relationship. Well, um, two years into this, I got pregnant and had a little girl, and three months after um, she was born, he pretty much left and well all this stuff was happening you know he started wearing my clothes and it was really a lot of things happened a lot of really personal things happened and um, so then he left and and, and he was kind of out of the picture and would come and visit well eventually then um, because of me being a single mom I had to get some help and um, government help and stuff and they went after him for child support and then after that at that point he started going after me um you know for all this custody and and saying that because i had to work and because um basically now the position that he put me in with his choice to then have to work and be away from my daughter that then now he should be able to stay home with her because he can live at home with his parents and be a stay-at-home mom essentially is Mm -hmm. what it seemed like and I had brought this up to the courts, but they kind of didn't believe it, and he denied it at first. Well, now, in January, he kind of came out, you know, as a woman, and now he's he's making my two-year-old daughter call him mommy, and she's called him daddy for since she was probably eight months old, and, you know, it's just so confusing, and then, then we're going to court. I mean, he's taking us to court all the time, so now all this money's being spent on this, and now he's got all these lawyers. And to me, it just seems so selfish. Like, I'm always been a really loving, open-minded person. But now he's, I'm the bigot every time at these custody exchanges, because I won't just call him mommy, because I don't feel like that's right. And now he just says, hi, bigot, hi, bigot. And it's just so (sighs) ridiculous to me. And now I'm in this huge court case and just trying to fight for what I believe is in my best interest. And now it's kind of becoming clear to me that I feel like as much as they say I'm discriminating or I'm a bigot, I kind of feel like I'm the actual one that's being attacked and discriminated against and that I can't raise my daughter with as her mother. You know what I'm saying? And with my my beliefs and, and trying to protect her and stuff. And so I've actually just been calling around trying to get, like, experts Advice and maybe witnesses. I don't have a lot of money, but I was just people who actually like on the other side of things because they have so much saying. Oh, well, it's there's this this research and this research, but there's it's really hasn't been around a long. Like I went to school for child development. I've researched already a lot about gender identity for my own studies, and and to, for these people just to just assume. That a lot of people have changed their minds. There's a lot of people who have regret letters. So, how do I know this man isn't going to all of a sudden and then now go back to, to, to who he was? It's just really confusing.
1: It's the Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown.
0: All right, I I want to go back to this call from Rachel. Again, she searched online. She was looking about transgender issues as the father of her child now wants to be the full-time mother of the child and wants the child to call him mommy. She found us online. She told our call screen, I wasn't sure if, if I should call or not. I'm so thankful that she did. These are the real life and death situations we deal with. You hear a few of them on the air, but behind the scenes, we're hearing from folks like this all the time and doing our best to be of help. We do it with your help. We go back to Rachel in California right now. Are you part of a local church there in Ventura?
4: Yeah, I am a part of a local church, yes. Okay, and my you... pastor has been really supportive, but it's just nobody knows. How to go about this in a legal way, and yes. you know, it's,
0: just, right. it's been really hard. No, uh, Rachel, listen. I there's no way I can wrap my mind around what you, what you're going through right now. There's your little two-year-old. Uh, yeah, I uh-huh. I can't. I mean, I I've I understand these issues to a point, but I've never been through what you're going through, obviously, and the trauma of this. So, just to be clear, and so but not a so lot my
4: people have.
0: I no, I, ob- ob- obviously, but these things are increasing. Look, there's someone close to my family who, close to the age of 70 years old, decided that he could no longer hide his secret and said he's he's transitioning to a woman. So what does that do to a marriage of decades? What does that do to grown kids, uh, grandkids? So uh, my heart goes out to people who struggle, but the fact, the fact is y- you cannot have his struggles imposed on... Uh, imposed on 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 you and and on your little one, so so Rachel,
4: yeah.
0: Ho- uh-huh. Hopefully, hopefully your little one. What's her name?
4: Her name is um. You know, I'd rather not. I just, oh, they don't
0: I, say she, it. That's fine. Don't say it. That's, they have that,
4: me in a position. No, right no, no, now where no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't. Say anything. Don't I'm, say it. It's like hey, No, no, that, so that's I'm fine. Listen, the
0: world is being turned upside down. It is moral insanity. We have gone from where morality is relative to now reality is relative. Reality is whatever I I perceive it to be. (laughs) Do you know that Facebook now gives 50 different ways to define your gender, including 10 simultaneously? And if that's not enough, you can fill in the blank. This is social madness. The fact that the Obama administration has now said that children, schools are required to say let a 14-year-old boy share the locker room and and shower stalls with a 14-year-old girl and play on the sports teams, it's social madness. But, Rachel, people are waking up around the country and saying enough is enough. And cases like yours, the real trauma this brings to a mother and a child, this needs to be shouted from the rooftops. Uh, Now, uh, in a moment, I'm going to give you a number to call for the Alliance Defending Freedom. This is a Christian legal society. Uh, they can offer services for free. They are thoroughly uh, involved in these kinds of cases. They understand the issues. Uh, they know experts that can help testify and and back these things. But just so everybody understands this clearly, the relationship you had with this man, okay, it was it was out of wedlock. It would have been better in wedlock. But it, it was a, it was a normal male female relationship, right? You yeah, you related it was normal. To, right. Normal Fully totally normal,
4: and, um, you know, our agreement was that I I was a preschool teacher in East and, and Nanny, so I have a, a degree in early child development, and he was the breadwinner. And I had not been working, you know, and, and this is why because I think it becomes like a, a really big issue of, like, biological women and mothers' rights, and there needs to be something spelled out yes. in, like, a Bill of Rights type of thing, because... I don't know if that's the right term for it, because I really feel like now in my research that this is going to start happening more. And I literally feel like I was deceived and like tricked into having um, a child with this person. And then, you know, they came out and then now they're using all their money to take my baby away from me. And because I'm in a lower socioeconomic bracket, it makes it easier to be bullied by all this legal.
0: Listen, the bigotry is on their side. The bullying is on their side because you keep getting hit with this, Rachel. You need to remind yourself that you are the one thinking sanely and you are the one who really has the best interests of your daughter. Listen, if he was a mommy, then the two of you could not have produced a baby. Mommy plus mommy does not produce a baby. He is the father of the child. He is confused about his identity now, but he is the father of of this child and he needs to take responsibility as such. If I were you, if he wants to dress up as mommy and be called mommy, I would do everything in my power to to, to have the courts block any access to him. If, if he was just gonna be the, the father and involved and so on, but you're not married, that's one thing. If he's gonna claim to be the mother and insist on be called mommy and traumatize and confuse a two-year-old, then I would do everything in my power uh, to work with the courts, to work with with good Christian uh, uh, lawyers, to make sure that he does not have any custody to this child, and but he is going to be responsible on some level for child support. Uh, the other thing, Rachel, is that everything that circumstances, the world, the devil mean for evil, bad choices we make mean for evil. God can turn around for good, and yeah. uh, you are absolutely think, right? not alone. First, there are people listening to the show who are gonna pray for you when they hear this. Trust me, they're already praying and they're mothers who are who are probably weeping over this situation. And it could be that prayer for this man will turn his heart and that he'll get free and that he'll become and that's whole. My
4: pastor says is, you know, that's the thing is is like I don't wanna I've I have a I'm as young as six kids and we have I have a, a gay sibling and I've always been I was we were raised by a Christian, but I'm still but she's, you know, raised us that I don't love and acceptance and, you know, there's no, there's no worse end than one other. And, but, you know, he does give us choices and, and those choices have effects and stuff. And, yeah, and that then, you know, I've always thought I was really loving and open-minded. But the thing is, is when part of love is creating boundaries and protecting your kids and like you want, yes. to want your kid to go, you know, hurt themselves in other ways. But then it's like, I feel like this is the type of like body mutilation. And, and and essentially, and it's a denial. Well, here, Rachel,
0: th- think of this for a minute. Truth. There are so, people who suffer with what's called body identity integrity order, disorder, B.I.I.D. They don't believe that they should have like a right arm or a left leg, and they're genuinely tormented by this. And they actually, they actually try to, uh, they actually try to uh, mutilate themselves so that they can be happy uh, and they can be whole. By mutilating themselves, and we all say that's wrong, and yet we turn around and say it's okay for someone to have sex change surgery, and and here's a biological male who's going to try to become a female. He'll never be a true female. Why is that okay? But listen, Rachel, do you have uh, a way to write something down now? Can you, can you write a phone number down?
4: Yeah, let me run back inside real quick. Hold on.
0: Okay, sure thing, sure thing. I
4: mean, it's this is literally. I had to. I was. um you know, let's I remarried an awesome man with some church, and and he's great. And I, but I was working and stuff, and because I'd have to go to court, and because this person is actually using, was using me having to work because they could now, you know, be a stay-at-home mom and stuff, and that it it wasn't good for her to not be away from me. So then I, what I did is is quit working, so now I can be stay-at-home mom too, thankfully because of my husband. But it just affects every angle of our life, and then now I'm in court. But when thousands of dollars are going to
0: this whole thing, and I feel like to... Well, Rachel, God, God's not going to forsake you in the midst of this. What you need to do is really, really get close to Him, really lean on Him. Your heavenly Father cares deeply about you and about your little one. All right. So, so this is this is not. Uh, the end is as dark as it feels, as difficult, as painful. Uh, God is going to help man. As, as you cry out to him. So uh, can you write this number down?
4: Yeah, let me um, just give me a little bit of banana. Hold on one second. All right. All right. There you go. There you go. You ready? And what's, what's the
0: number? It's one uh-huh. f- Uh
4: 835
0: 5233 one 835
4: 5233
0: 5233 that's the alliance defending freedom the adf okay uh when you call uh make sure that you tell them that i specifically asked you to call many of their folks work with me there know me well they will have attorneys right in your city okay and oh my someone, gosh, that will would be someone will definitely someone will definitely want to help all right and and um, listen, we are right now, folks are listening across the country. This is a live radio broadcast, and it's important, folks, that you pray for Rachel. This is why we talk about the kinds of things we talk about, because real lives are being affected. And you, you hear the, the shocking things that people are going through. So, Rachel, uh, get back to us. Let us know what's going on. You can also write to us through the website. I understand you, you found us on internet and that's how you happened to call in. And when I, I saw what the call was about, I said, we're going to change direction right now and, and take your call. Let us know what happens. I'm also going to alert one of my colleagues at the ADF about your situation as well.
1: It's The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown.
0: Welcome back, friends, to The Line of Fire on this special share week. You say, man, that last call, that was very heavy. These situations are intense. Yeah, there's a reason the Lord laid it on my heart back in 2004 to begin addressing these issues. There's a reason we've been talking about all of these LGBT issues for over 11 years now. And there's a reason we've been constantly saying, but remember, these are people. These are people for whom Jesus died. These are not just issues. These are people. And our call has been reach out and resist. Our call has been hearts of compassion, backbones of steel. And I've never done anything in my life in ministry more gratifying than in, in these recent years on the radio, writing, traveling, speaking as Lines of people will will just want to thank me, often with tears. And I know any good we do is the Lord; it's His work. But I, I want to make this special appeal to you, as we are having this special Sherethon broadcast—six days of Sherethon broadcast. Hopefully, you've been edified, you've been encouraged, you've been strengthened, you've been blessed for what you've heard. We want to first and foremost always share with you and make this about you being blessed and helped. But we're simply saying, if we've been of help to you stand with us. I've, I've got a few more clips I want to play for you. But when the, when the, the Philippians sent a gift to Paul to help him in the midst of his imprisonment, he said, for I've received everything and I have plenty. I have all I need because I received from Epaphroditus what you sent, a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, very pleasing to God. You know, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evils. Paul wrote that in 1 Timothy 6 we know how people are destroyed and corrupted by money and money in itself is is neutral it's just it can be used for good or for bad but think of taking your hard-earned funds the work that you do and and now turning them into a holy offering before the lord think of taking them and now they're they're a spiritual sacrifice in the sight a sweet smelling aroma and paul says i i don't receive this out of personal need or ask for a gift out of personal need I want this to be credited to your account. And, and that's the neat thing. As you give, I can ask without fear and without concern because, number one, I know it's for the work of the Lord. I know where the money's going. I know how carefully we steward the funds that come in. And I also know how you'll be blessed in return, as Paul wrote to the Philippians, my God will supply your every need according to his glorious riches in Messiah Jesus as people came to support and to help. Uh, listen to this call we received. Uh, this is from a former lesbian. Listen to what she had to say.
5: I am almost 51 years old. I love Jesus with all my heart, soul, and mind. I am a former lesbian. I've been out of that lifestyle for almost 17 years. I am very happily married. I have two beautiful children who I adore. And I used to be very outspoken and kind of, not in a mean way at all, but just kind of sharing my testimony in churches. And the Lord's pulled me back from that for various reasons. A lot of it's because I'm a mom of kids and such. But um, I just wanted to tell you thank you. And I just want to tell you thank you because you show a lot of honor and respect. Because clearly you have the scholarship, clearly you have the intellect um, to do a proper debate. But I appreciate the fact that you worked very very hard to also show kindness and respect. And sometimes that's lacking so in, in other people. So I just want to tell you as a as a fellow believer in Jesus Christ. Um, and who was passionate about the Lord, passionate about the Holy Spirit, passionate about um, being one that can say so. Some of you were. Um, I am also very passionate about showing love to people and to, to show compassion, and not to just you know beat them down with a, with the a scripture. So I was I was just really I was inspired, and I appreciated that. And um, Anyway, that was really it. I just wanted to tell you thank you, and God bless you, and keep up the good work.
0: Yeah, I, I hear it all the time. There's no such thing as a former lesbian. There's no such thing as a former homosexual. You, you just heard from one there. And how, how great to know that we participate in this Dear woman's story, that we are part of the narrative. Again, to help us with a one-time gift at a critical time in our ministry, a time of, of great opportunity and a time of real need, your gift would go a long way in meeting these needs and helping us continue to do what we're doing even more effectively to touch even more lives. Call now 1-800-278-9978, 1-800-278-9978, or go to askdrbrown.org, askdrbrown.org. Something else that's blessed me is I I do many interviews on many different stations, sometimes as many as 10, 15, or, or more even in a week. I'll hear from some of the hosts that they use our material on a regular basis, that they use the articles that we produce, and they talk about them on their radio show that it often forms the content of their broadcast, which blesses me. And then as I'm out speaking, I'll hear from leaders, pastors and teachers who are incorporating what we have to say that that are listening. They, They can't wait to turn on the broadcast to hear us address the pressing things that are going on in the society and in the culture around us, and give them biblical talking points, which they then share with their congregants, which means that the work is multiplied, uh, not just by the thousands, but by the multiplied millions. Uh, it reminds me of, of this call, a gentleman named Jeff, who called in, and this is what he had to say. Jeff in Howard County, Maryland, thanks for calling the line of fire.
6: Hi, this is Jeff, Dr. Brown. Still, such a pleasure talking to you. Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, I just wanted to pass on some encouragement. Such a blessing to me to be able to hear this program every day. My only regret is that we only get a half hour of you, uh, rather than the whole time. Uh, but what what I wanted you to know is that I think your teaching, your program, is the most relevant of any program on Christian radio today. Uh, I listen to a lot of programs and have for 20-some years, but yours is the one that is most relevant to what we're living through what we're dealing with as christians today and i especially love your program because i'm a teaching elder in our non-denominational bible teaching church and we teach the books of the bible line by line and we rotate from the old testament to the new and the new test the old testament is now my great love uh and so your program adds more perspective coming from that Jewish perspective, and I absolutely love
0: it. All right, we are out of time for playing testimonies, playing calls for you, but but I hope you've been blessed. I trust you've been blessed, and I trust you see, by God's grace, what we're doing here on the front lines and making a difference in so many lives. I'm sad to say that our our biggest single station in America, uh, some months back, we had to cut back from one hour a day to 30 minutes a day. Uh, because that was all that we were able to afford, and we were not able to afford the full hour. Uh, every day, I'm reminded of that every day. I think about it because of, of my love for, for that listening audience. What would be great is if we could recapture that time. What would be great is if, if we could expand, and some of you that, that hear us on a limited basis could hear us even more. But above all, Right now, as I speak, you're amplifying this voice to reach so many people. So thank you for standing with us for your gifts. Again, 1-800-278-9978 or askdrbrown.org. And my thank you gift of appreciation, well, you get the biggest gift, is my thank you from the depths of my heart. And I trust the affirmation of the Father as you stand with us. But also, Seven Secrets of the Real Messiah, a great little mini-book, I want to send out as my gift of appreciation. My bottom line today, do not be weary in well-doing. If you sow in honor of the Lord, you will reap in honor of the Lord.